Hello and welcome to the Jules Fancast. Today we are joined by a man who, when it comes to 2011, got he fulfilled his boyhood dream of captain in his side, scoring the promotion goal and the uh, and part of the title winning goal and the title winning team to secure Gillingham to their first league title win in 50 years. He also scored the the, the winning penalty to promote AFC Wimbledon in a 2011 player final against Luton Town. Today we are joined by ex Gillingham captain. And Gillingham fan, Danny Kedwell. Danny, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, Danny, let's go right back to the start then. It all started um, at local club Chatham Town. Um, yeah, Danny, w- um, when, when did you first... Was, was it kind of then at Chatham, um, you kind of first realised that you wanted to make something out of the game? Yeah. Um, obviously, like I say, um, I was... Young lad at under 18s at Chatham first, um, scoring 50 goals in centre midfield in a year. Yeah, <clears throat> and then it took it took me to obviously then to realise that I've actually got a good chance of making a good career out of football. Um, and obviously playing in my first first game for Chatham Town in a pre-season friendly, Steve um, put me um, put me up front in the game, and I was like. What's he doing here? <laughs> Didn't know what was going on. I was like, I'm not a centre forward. He was like, you're going to have to play out there because um, we ain't got no forwards today. I was like, all right, okay. And I scored that trick in that game. Um, and then from then onwards, really, I've played up front ever since. Well, all my career since a boy, like a little seven-year-old, I always played centre midfield. So <clears throat> um, maybe it was meant to be and... Uh, Steve Vernon giving me his credit he's uh, stuck me up there and I've never looked back and he's made me have a career out of it that I really that's when I realised that I could um, could have a good career yeah I mean between you was you was at Chatham for, for, for a year between 01 and 02 and then and then from 02 um, to, to 05 that those three years you, you then spent at Tunbridge Fisher Lordswood Maystone and Herne Bay yeah. um, was it a case that you wanted to just try and test yourself at those type of levels to to see if you could really do it, or or or, or what or what was it? Yeah, it's just literally, um, there's a lot of things going on and a little bit of lies really as well. To be honest, um, it was like the Tunbridge one. I had a little fall out of walks when he was manager there because um, I was really enjoying it pre-season and the first couple of games in the league. We had a really good squad, um, but I literally. Went out, it was my uh, dad's birthday, um, and we went out, and I was literally on a Friday, and I was just drinking Coke, but someone's rung Alan Walker up saying I've been out all night. Wow. Um, drinking, which I weren't. Um, yeah, so it was it was one of them, and then I got obviously told to leave. Walks got rid of me, because um, like in the morning of the game, on the Saturday morning. Wow. But I was trying to explain to him, but he never listened, so... Um, yeah, so it was literally, I think it was, like I say, when I was 16, 17, I, I was going out of my maze, I was always drinking and stuff, um, as you did, like, get around the wrong people, didn't you? So, yeah. um, it made me realise, and then 
I just think he he's gone off that off that that that's sort of stats that I had in them three years when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so literally I was moving place to place just to try and fit in the right place where I couldn't show my potential. Um, and it didn't take to really till actually Jason Lillis signed me at Herne Bay. Yeah. Um, and I think I had a season there. And I think I got 20 odd goals, 20 something goals in one season. Yeah. Um, I know I finished top goal scorer in the league. Um, yeah, and then David Pennant come and got me from Welling. Yeah. And then that was it really from from Herne Bay onwards. It just took them, them years to realise. Yeah. Look. I've got something and I think me playing in them sort of teams like Fisher and Lordswoods and stuff like that made me more of a a man do you know what I mean yeah. not a young lad um, it was it was tough it wasn't no, it was easy as what it was when I was obviously eight, six, under 18s and stuff yeah. so playing that men's football took me a good three four years to get um, get that experience Ked you, you say about um you say about your spells at, at Chatham. You say about your spells at Herne Bay, um, and and obviously you, you talk about it being men's football. Do you look back at that time in your life and ever think that you could look, you if you'd really kind of gone for it and sacrificed, you could have gone on and played football league a lot earlier? Or do you look at it and say, no, you know what, that made me into who I was? Yeah, in, in, there's two different scenarios with that. It's, I'm glad I did it. Now look at it. And it's made me the player that I that I definitely was, like a hard working player. And do you know what I mean? I was going out working and going mm. to football. So it makes you that different sort of shit, sort of man. Yeah. Sort of keep growing and going into that that sort of environment. Um, but I always remember that when Gillingham was in the championship, and uh, when I was at Welling, AD got me in on trial because mm-hmm. obviously AD Pennant was a was our Welling manager. Yeah. And I trained for a week. I'd done really light. I was flying and training, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I played a game on a Saturday for the the 23s or the reserve team. Scored a couple. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm going to get signed there. And then on a the Monday, I fell ill. Wow. And it's the same scenario as the Walks thing. It's like people thought I was out. And I was like, on a Sunday? Yeah. And um, SED, yeah, just released me. Wow. Said, no, I don't come back. Which was a bit like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. So I had a bit like, a bit of that reputation from my younger ages. Yeah. Which was not true, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll tell you the truth, if it was true, I'll tell you. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. and I, and I will tell you that when I was 16, 17, 18, I was going out with my mates and, do you know what I mean? Like a stupid young kid does. Everyone does you know at I mean? that age, though. That age, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And because I, I didn't realise what potential, like I said earlier. Yeah what career I could have had and what I probably would have done um, but yeah like it's just unfortunate really so I think I think then at that time as well when I was in on trial I thought that, that was my time because yep. I was flying in training do you know what I mean even as he was saying to me God mate you're flying <laughs> so I thought here we go I'm going to get signed there yep. but he hears stuff and people talk and blah 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 being a local lad yep. do you know what I mean bloody walking Tesco's mate and someone says I'm doing something <laughs> <laughs> Got some food with the kids for the kids with their pat lunch. Our oh, kids is eating. <laughs> I mean, you can't do nothing. <laughs> That's what it was like. Do you know what I mean? I walk past the pub and they go, "Oh, he's in the pub." Yeah. Was 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 that was that a frustrating time that 
in in terms of that you knew you had your ability, you knew what you weren't doing anything wrong, but it was it was the kind of pe- people still still were holding you back because they th- th- it, there wasn't just anyone one there to to kind of put an arm around you and and, and tell you no you you are good enough. Yeah, but that's what I needed. I needed someone to get hold of me and and do that for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To say, and it was unfortunately that they went the other way. Um, but like I say, when obviously I went to Bay and Jason Ellis got hold of me. Yeah. And then obviously went to Welling with AD. Yeah. That they literally used to tell me all the time, like, knuckle down, mate, and you're going to be a player, like, you're going to make it, like, you'll be in the football league. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about that. Between between the two the two years at Welling United, you spent uh, between two thousand five and two thousand seven at Welling. You played seventy games, scoring thirty eight goals. Um, yeah. You can clearly you, you clearly proved there you, that you could do it. Was it a good time at Welling under AD? Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was very good, and I think that's that, that's when I did it. It it my like every every game I was going into and all like my confidence was so high yeah. because of AD. He used to tell me how good I was. And um, he used to tell me like, "Don't don't worry about if you're not having a good game. I know your score. Yeah. That's what you say to me. So like, just when you get your chance, take it. And that's what I always used to do. Like even like, do you know what I mean, you can't play well every game. And I was going into games, some games, and I weren't playing that great. But it kept me on, and I end up scoring a winner. Do you know what I mean that nothing? Yeah. And that's the sort of player I was at Welling. Not compared to what I was at Wimbledon and Gillingham, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just playing playing in them leagues and stuff and realising what sort of things you can do and can't do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then from then onwards, mate, it was it. Just yeah. hit, hit the ball running, apart from obviously when I went to Grace. So I didn't really enjoy it there, so. Yeah, we'll speak about, let's speak about, let's go back a little bit and speak about AD. Um, obviously, a, a, a big chunk of. Of well, a, 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 a thing with AD um, was obviously his, his time at Jills. Um, obviously, yeah. you you know him, you know him like you've just said he, he was he's br- he was brilliant for you. Um, but obviously, his time at Jills wasn't in terms of management wasn't wasn't the best. Um, and and fans fans quite rightly or wrongly got on top of him. What did what? Looking at that spell from afar, kids, and and what you know of him, yeah. did, what what did you make of the whole kind of situation with with AD? And did 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 you know that he was going to manage manage in the football league one day? And and was he like? Did you from your point of view was he good enough? And what was your opinion on on the whole situation of it all? No, definitely he was um, he was top manager for me. He was definitely top manager. Um, so it's a bit disappointing to see see. Um, when he did get his chance he's done very well at Forest Green as well yeah um, and obviously what happened there was unbelievable but yeah, yeah. sitting second and you get sacked um, but yeah he, listen he, he was such a good good man management he got us going he, do you know what I mean he was typical AD do you know what I mean mm. he, he'd have his laughs he was a funny man do you know what I mean he's a good so he was he was good for us um, so yeah seeing him not doing that great at Gillingham I can't really say what was wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't know if it was yeah, no, yeah. backroom start. You don't know, do you? Do you know what I mean? No. Or So I don't really know what he was. And, and he's never really spoke about it. I spoke to him loads. Yeah. And he never really wanted to talk about it. Really? Yeah. I think, do, do, you think that, do you think that probably probably says a lot that it, it 
wasn't. I think all... he's, he's dishonoured because yeah. he knows he could have done better. Yeah. I think. Yeah. In general, like I think he could have done better. Maybe it's just some of the players he signed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, let's talk he, was, about, he was a great manager. Let's talk about Greg's then. Um, you said you said it weren't weren't that great on on after you left Well In. Um, could, could could you pinpoint why? Um, why in that year that it, 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 it? I mean, play fifty games for him. Um, yeah. What 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 went wrong that year? Um, just weren't really enjoying it. it. Just weren't a club for me. No. Um, it was a bit of a shambles to be honest. <laughs> for like. Obviously, through the years before that, there was like obviously winning the trophy. They won a trophy twice and things like that. So I was like, oh, this would be a good club for me. This, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was just one of them. One of them teams, mate. I just didn't really enjoy it. I didn't get going. Yeah, um, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of players. Well, there is. There's always you're always going to have that one team where you don't don't enjoy and you don't get your credits or you don't get your gold. Yeah, you don't play as well. But that's like any player in any team. There is that one team that you'll go to and you don't hit fire. Yeah. So yeah, Grace was that team, unfortunately. So. I mean, you certainly then did make the right career move, um, which your next club in 2008 was AFC Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, let's talk about let's talk about AFC Wimbledon then, because you you you've spoken before you before you joined Jill's after after you've left, and even now in interviews and things like that, that you absolutely love the club. Um, that two-year spell at, at Wimbledon was pretty special for you, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And obviously, you played. You went on to play 118 games and scored 58 goals. Obviously, your last goal was scoring the winning penalty in the 2011 playoff final. Sum yeah. up the spell at AFC Wimbledon. What was it like? Oh, it was a great club, mate. Like just, just it was such a family club. Yeah. Um, like obviously, it's, it was run by supporters, isn't it? So <clears throat> everyone was involved. And they made you so welcome, and it was just a lovely club to play for. Like, just in general, like the people, like the chairman, from the chairman all the way down, really. Yeah. They were just like lovely people, and they appreciated where they were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, they just appreciated even being a club. It weren't about results, it weren't about anything like that. It was just literally, we're glad we got our club back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was that, that feeling. Yeah, and you're losing games, or you lose games, and that you never got booed, you get clapped, you get. Do you know what I mean? It was that you never went there under pressure. No, when you're playing, and I think that's that was what what really fried me. Yeah, and obviously with their story, I think all the players that come knew what it meant mm-hmm. and what they what they wanted to achieve. Obviously, getting back to the football league. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, and every player had that. Had that in their in their belly when we was going on the pitch. Do you th- do you think after that after that year at Grays Grays Dan that uh, you say about obviously it wasn't a club for you was was did AFC Wimbledon come come along at the perfect time for, in your career? Yeah, it's just literally I went on I went training on the Monday. Yeah, um, a great Monday morning. Yeah. and Neil Smith was the manager then Smudge mm-hmm. and um, I, I pulled him. I said, look, Smudge, this ain't, this club ain't for me. Like I'm just not enjoying it one bit. Like I'm going out on Saturdays. I just don't want to. Do you know what I mean, just don't want to be here. No. Um, I'm just not enjoying it, and it's not going to push my career on. Like because some clubs you go to and you just think about the club and what it can do. I, I was thinking, no, do you know what? I'm going to start thinking about myself. Yeah. Instead of thinking of all these other people and other things, and 
So I'm going to start thinking about myself. And I just said to him, look, I want to let And he went, no, you can, you can go, mate. If you want to, if you find a club, you can go. Yeah. And literally on, we played on a Sunday, sorry. So it was a Tuesday. Made mistake. It was a Tuesday. So we played on a Sunday. We played Kidderminster. Um, and then on a t- Tuesday on the way home from training, he rung me within like half an hour. Smudge and I thought, oh no, what's he going to say? You ain't going now. Mm-hmm. And he went, Wimbledon have come in for you to buy you. And I was like, what? He was like, Wimbledon. And obviously you hear all the story, like obviously them coming up from the leagues and stuff. Yeah. And the fan base they had at that, that level, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The Conference South, I was like, mate, I want to go. Yeah. And he was like, all right. And then he me back 10 minutes. He went, it's all done. He said, Terry Brown wants to meet you at wow. the stadium that night. But yeah, literally, um, just even when I turned up and met Terry, do you know what I mean? He, just meeting Terry and like the coaching science, Simon Bass and Cashy, um, it just felt right. Just felt like I got that buzz back for football again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, literally, I think I didn't score in about six, seven games for him. I was <laughs> thinking, oh no, I've gone here. <laughs> you know, in my head, own head, I was thinking, oh, we're gone. I'm gone. I'm literally like finished. <laughs> my career's gone there. Um, yeah, and then I remember we played Bedford in the replay on a Tuesday night. And I scored my first goal. And then I never looked back from then. It was really weird. Like, I just never looked back. I just, just yeah. that, one, that one chance that just I scored and then that was it. You I just s- never looked back. You certainly didn't look back. Um, let's talk about Let's talk about the the big day. Um, it was it was a, correct me if I'm wrong. It was it the Etihad, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, talk about the whole day, the build up to it. Did you did you know? We went up on the first day. Sorry, go on. We went up on the first day. Yep. First night, so we trained Thursday morning at the training ground. Yep. We went up Thursday night after training. Got there early evening. We had dinner and stuff like that, and then on a Friday morning, we went and trained at the Etihad um, and I got injured done my knee wow done my knee mate it's really weird um, I went in for a block tackle um, in a little game at the end and literally my knee just swelled right up and I was like no you're joking um, but it was really weird like I iced it that night but I woke up Saturday morning on game day and I don't know if it was adrenaline or not it just it just went there was no pain at all. Wow. It was really weird. I don't know if it's just swelled up because of... Impact, maybe. Impact or yeah. something like that. And it just went down. But I literally had no pain in it at all. And it felt really weird. But, yeah, literally going to the game and getting there and like seeing the fans and the atmosphere. It was like, wow, this is what I've been waiting for a long time. This is, this is why... I, you want to be a footballer, do you know what I mean? Yeah. For them sort of times. Playing at a big stadium and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and literally, um, it was such a, it was a good game, nil-nil, to be honest. Yeah. Because it was end-to-end. Was it a bit of a blur, Keds? Yeah. Not really, because I scored in, in the actual game and I still don't think it was offside. <laughs> but it was, uh, they give it offside, but maybe it was written in the stars, like, that's how you're going to win the game. Yeah. For us, I don't, I don't know. And obviously being captain that year and it was something special. And then um, literally like when it come down to me to the penalty on the fifth one, I, I actually wanted uh, Jake Howells who took their fifth penalty. 
I was like, it's the only time I've ever, ever wanted anyone to score. Really? It was weird. I was like, please score. Because if he had missed, obviously we'd have won. And yeah. then I would have not got to take one. No. It was really weird. I did literally think, go on, please score, because I'm going to score. And I want to win it for us. Walk, 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 walking up walking up for it, walking up for, for, for the penalty, any nerves? Or was you that confident that you no, were like, no, so I'm scoring confident. here? Yeah, because even... Um, you know, there's a book called come, uh, Wimbledon's Got that come out. It's called This Is Our Time. Yeah. And that's where it comes from. So I've literally, as he scored and I've gone to walk, I've turned around to our players in a line. I said, boys, this is our time. Get ready. So I had that so much confidence. Right. Now I look back at it like, now, like, not even, now, like, even a few years back. I was thinking, good God, imagine if I did miss that. <laughs> I said that to them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, I write to it, not I? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, yeah, literally, I had so much confidence. Like, the referee had the ball in his hand. I always remember it. The referee had the ball, and I was like, put the ball down. Put the ball down, not throw it down. I don't want to grab it off him. Yeah. And that is all I can remember. Wow. Literally, like, not even putting, I can't even remember putting the ball down. It was just like, all I can remember is thinking, well, how am I going to celebrate? <laughs> That's how confident I was. Wow. Really weird, really weird. Did you celebrate or was it just kind of, you just mobbed? No, nah, I've run in the corner. I can't <laughs> remember what, I've, I've watched it back and I've run straight in the corner like, waiting for the players to come. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a, wow. bit of a mad, mad, mad situation, mate. Um, then obviously that summer, um, we come calling. Yeah. Um, your boyhood, your boyhood club. Um, yeah. How did how did the move come about? I was in Florida with a family. Yeah. I was literally leaving on the Tuesday. Yeah. So the game was on the Saturday, and I left on the Tuesday for Florida. And I was at, um, yeah, I was in my room, and I was my, got a phone call, and my agent rang me, Curtis, and I was like, "What's he ringing me for?" Like, oh, I must be saying to say congratulations. You know what I mean? Because he's he didn't say it that night or a couple of days later he's probably just waiting for everyone to calm down yeah so I was like oh, Kurt I'm in, uh, I'm in Florida and he went yeah I know I was like oh right he was like kids I've just had a phone call he said Gillingham uh, I went what he went Gillingham wanna buy you what are you thinking and I was like oh my god <laughs> I was like well obviously because they're my, my club do you know what I mean I've watched them since I was like three four years old I was like, I want to go. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah. He went, well, after you've just done. And I went, well, I might not get a chance again. Do you know what I mean? Is that how you saw it? It wasn't It wasn't a case of, no, you know what? I've got to, I've got to stay at Wimbledon because what I've done, it was a case that Gillingham, Gillingham had that much power over you that there was yeah, no other choice. That's, that's the only reason. Listen, I, I had, I've had Cubs in the, my time at Wimbledon trying to buy me. Yeah. And I turned them all down. Do you know what I mean? So there was no other club that I was going to go to apart from Gillingham. That 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 was the only club mm-hmm. that I've always dreamt dreamt of when I was in the stand at three in the rain of men standing up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And seeing people play like Leo Fortune West and people like that, I was like, I want to be there. I want to play here. Do you know what I mean? It was my boy a dream. Yeah. So for that to come calling, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, right, get it done. Yeah. And then, to be fair, the next two days sport my holiday because <laughs> Wimbledon, the chairman, rang me up and he was like, you're not going. Wow. 
And I was like, what do you mean? He went, if you, if you want to go, you've got to put a transfer request in. And I was like, so you're making me look like a bad person. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was that disappointing? Was like, yeah, it was a little bit. It was a little bit because obviously what I've done and I've given him a good two in a bit years, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought at least give me the credit here. Like, I've turned down three, four clubs for you that I could have gone to. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I don't give me a bit of credit here. Um, but yeah, so I had to put a transfer request in. So then, like, just had to sort that out. Do you know what I mean? So that spoiled me holiday. She weren't too happy, the missus. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I had to ring Curtis. I said, you want to put a transfer request in and blah, blah, blah. And um, so, yeah, that all come about. And then, obviously, the, the shock of all the Wimbledon fans, um, I was like, oh, no. Oh no! What have I done here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was getting absolutely abused um, for putting a transfer request in. But listen, I, I ain't never going to quit because I went there, like I said in earlier. Um, I went there to get them back to where they where they wanted to be. Yeah, I was part of that. I scored the goal to get them there. Yeah. So I thought, in my own head, I thought, you know what? I've done my job. Yeah. That's what I was come here to do. Um, and that's what Terry Brown, in the first time I met him, that's what he wanted. So it was like like that, really. That's what I wanted to do, to do for the club, and I've done it. <clears throat> now it's time to move on. Do you know what I mean? I just didn't want to. And the other thing I was thinking as well was, what if like, I've got them to where they are, and in the following year I don't have a good season? Yeah, they're going to get rid of me anyway, and then I then I've lost that chance of going to play for my boy club. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, I mean, you, 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 to be fair, Danny, you didn't have a, a bad first year at, at, at Gilles. Um, you played, I think, well, you, you, you played obviously the, the whole season. Um, yeah. you, you scored, you scored 14 goals. Um, yeah. what did you make of the opening, opening campaign at, at Gilles in that first year? See, that, that was a blur as well, really, because I think it took, it took me that year. To realise to get sinking, yeah. Because I always remember walking out of Cheltenham first game of the season and looking like looking and going, "Oh my god, I've done it! <laughs> I've done what I wanted to do." Um, yeah, and it was really that took me that season to even more push on. Yeah. Um. So it, yeah, it was a great season. Listen, I finished top goal scoring that season as well. So you did. It was saying. Um, obviously, I, I'd liked more, but. I think it was just adjusting to the football league and and the dream. Do you know what I mean? Getting obviously starstruck. Do you know what I mean? A bit. Yeah. I mean, you did achieve you did achieve a dream the following year. Um, let's talk about it then. That title winning year. Um, yeah. I'm sure you can never stop talking about this. Um, that that year, that summer, when Martin Allen walked through the door. Um, and we've spoken many times before we've done this about Martin Allen. Um, what what did you think when he walked through the door and you had your opening training sessions and what did you make of the man? The first couple of days were all good. Yeah. Um, and then about three, four weeks in, I actually hated him. <laughs> I did, mate. But and then you don't realise what he's actually doing. Yeah. He was only pushing me mm-hmm. to be better than... Better, but he was constantly on me, yeah. like constantly, constantly. Like 
I couldn't go to the toilet with him without him behind me, <laughs> on me. But it took it took about two months, two and a bit months, for him to pull me in and say to the reason why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And from then onwards, he was just different class, mate. Really? From me, yeah, he was he was brilliant. In terms of what? What did he? What did he do that was different to different to other managers? And what makes Martin Allen so different? Um, just his motivation. Do you know what I mean? You're, go, you're going out like with that grit in your teeth that you want to win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was that sort of. It was that sort of person. He was like motivator. He was such a good motivator. Yeah. Like getting boys going and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It was really good. But man management as well. He's he, he like you play games. You're on the way. I'm the coach, and he pull everyone individually and talk to you about the game and how well you've done. Really? Do you know what I mean? He used to say, I'd say, how do you think you played today? I said, I think I've done all right. He went, he used to sit there and just go, breathe, do his big breath and go, you are unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I might not have been that unbelievable. Yeah. But because I worked him out in the end, he used to make you feel that way. So then you're going home, you're going back to training Monday and you're flying. Yeah. You're buzzing. Yeah. Instead of the other way, when I had Peter Taylor, mm. it was completely different. Yeah. It batter you all the time. Yeah. It's always awful, 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 awful. Yeah. It's all your fault, all yours. I'll give you, I told you the team, I told you the formation, we trained it all week, you lost your fault. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So that was completely different scenario with Martin Allen. Was... Even if you didn't really have a good game, it made you feel like you've had a good game. Because a lot, a, a lot of, a lot of you look at when certainly when we used to come down the training ground and he'd openly invite us down, um, and it looked like a lot of the time it was him that would watch from afar, and obviously Schofield would do a lot of the coaching. Was yeah. was that like that when the fans weren't there? And yeah, it's he, all the same, mate. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was Martin's Martin. Yeah. He would never change. You know what I mean, no, he was that that sort of person and manager. He would never change. Um, but yeah, he's he, he was always he was always that that that, that sort of thing. just stand behind watching, just watching all the time, and then he'd come in and join in a bit. Join in. Do, <laughs> sometimes he used to show us how to do headers and stuff. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Welkdale said. Chris Welkdale <laughs> said to us basically that um, one of the funny stories was that he rode his bike to training every morning, and yeah. basically you'd already started the session, and he'd. Basically turned up on his bike with his helmet on. He then joined in and we was like, I'll show you how you do it. Went up for a header and he- headed the ball with his helmet still on. Yeah. He was that. He's always fat. He's done all his arm, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Grazed all his arm. <laughs> <laughs> he was that sort of character as well. Like he'd have, his, he'd have his bit of banter. He was funny. He was really funny. If you look at the squad that year, um, let's, let's, let's come away from Martin a little bit and talk about the squad and... The, the type of characters in there, not not just yourself. Obviously, you had Dion beside you. Um, yeah. Then then you go right through the midfield. You had Charlie Lee and your Chris Welkdale and Adam Barrett and Leon Legg and Stuart Nelson. You, you just keep going. Um, yeah. and how many leaders you had in there? Did you always know that year that that squad was going to go on and do something special? Yeah, in the preseason in the two K. Really good tell, mate. Yeah. What 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 just what was it everything. about in the two K then? We just had everything, mate. Just the the personalities in everyone, yeah. Like the leadership, the young lads coming through, like Daki and people like that. Do you know what I mean? It was and Martin that, that year. You he, he could change the team, and they'd still be unbelievable. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? So it weren't like you you was always fighting for your place. Yeah. It was really weird, even if you won. Do you know what I mean? It was like crazy. So I always remember going to Axon away and I scored two on a Saturday at home. Yeah. And I went to Axon away and he didn't put me on the bench. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What is going on? And it was just, just weird, like, just thinking, oh, oh, mate, you always had to be on your toes with him. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why we had such a good squad and good good team, because we was all in it together. Yeah. No one ever moaned. Yeah, because uh, you, you see it even now that when managers change things up and they leave people out, people's players start kicking off and things like that. And even from afar, we looked at the squad, like even during that year, and we go, oh, he's changed it again. Surely the, surely the players are getting, getting annoyed with this. Um, was, was that the case or was it just kind of, it was, maybe was that at first and then you come to the realisation that that's just Martin and that is just what it is? Yeah, that's, that's what he was, mate. The thing is, he believed in everyone. Yeah. He believed in every single person. So it weren't like, oh, Danny's scoring all our goals. Yeah. It was like, well, Dion, Dion can do that. He can, he can, do you know what I mean? Anyone could do it. Like, even when Cody come on loan, do you know what mm. I mean? I've got goals here. I've got centre-arse that can come in and do the, do the job. Do you know what I mean? It was, we, um, I think we all, he, he told us that's what he wanted. And that's what he was going to do. So we all knew where we stood. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, listen, not all players can agree with it, no. but it was just how we reacted to it. It was, we was all in it together. Did, when, you know when, I mean? at, when, at what point did you, did you know, I, I obviously you spoke about um, in France, but during the season, at what point did you know, right, yeah, we, we, we're going to get promoted here. Did, did, can you pinpoint at one point during the season? It was the week after we lost to Paul. We lost to Paul Valentine 2 1. Yeah. And then the week after we went and won, didn't we? Yeah. Straight away. And I think they drew. Yeah. Yeah. And it put us back top. Or well, it might have been two games in. When we went back top, I thought everyone even knew that's it now, we're staying top. Yeah. We already dropped off. Paul Val went above us. And then when we went above them, I think we knew. That we ain't doing that again. Yeah. We ain't dropping points like that. And it, it kicked us on as well. Yeah. Yeah. Kicked let, us on. I mean, let's talk about the day then. Um, the day we did get promoted um, uh, uh, against Torquay at home. Um, obviously, the, yeah, in the end, you ended up scoring the winning goal yeah. to get Jules back into League One. Speak about the whole day, like the, the build up and how you felt about uh, how you felt during the goal as well. Do you know what I mean? All, all week, we literally done nothing about Torquay. It's the first time we've never done anything wow. about the opposition. So I still don't know to this day why we didn't. <laughs> um, but maybe that's the reason why. Do you know what I mean? done yeah. the right thing. Um, but yeah, literally like all week, we just had fun week. We were just doing games and we was playing like five O's and stuff like that. And um, we didn't even know the team. And obviously, being at home that day, that day thinking, always remember, I was thinking, oh, please don't go and do one of your mad things and <laughs> drop me. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I want to play. <laughs> and I think everyone was in that situation. Yeah. And I was like, please, please, just like, because we never knew the team till the Saturday morning. Yeah. So we got in, well, Saturday afternoon. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we didn't even know the team. Wow. Till that, that afternoon. So I don't, still don't know, I say, I still don't know why, why he did it that way, but. 
it worked. Maybe just keeping us all on our toes. Do, do, do you think it was the case that, obviously, like you say, it was the first time that you'd never prepared um, to, to play against the team. Do you think it was, he knew how important the situation was and he wanted to take that kind of pressure off for of you and, yeah, and let you have, have a little bit of fun with it? Yeah, I, th- I think it must have been. Instead of working all week towards Torquay, and putting that pressure on you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe he's just gone, do you know what, we're going to have a fun week this week and we're just going to let them relax. They know they know what it means and what they can do. I ain't got to motivate them anymore. Yeah. Because they shouldn't be able to motivate themselves. That's the only way I can put it down to, yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, it obviously did end up, well, it, well, for you, you did score the winning goal. Um, yeah. The, the volley into the corner. Um, yeah. Shame it wasn't at the rain amend. <laughs> yeah, I but, know, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a volley into the corner. Um, how did it feel? Oh, mate. That was that was literally unbelievable. Yeah. Like I say, like, my boy a team that I grew up watching and to score a goal that got us promoted is just unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was I can't describe it to be Fitting, honest. Fitting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a great finish as well. To be honest, it was a very good finish. Yeah, to me, I, I, I thought I went too. I let it bounce too, too much. Yeah. So I let it bounce twice. Um, so when it bounced the first time, I thought oh, I should have hit it in. And yeah. then when I let it bounce again, I thought, oh no, I've gone too wide here. I just thought, sorry, I'm hitting it. <laughs> yeah. So and then it yeah, flew. when it went in, yeah, when it flew in, I was like, oh my god, it got a little deflection off his shin pad as well, like the tiniest little bit. Yeah. Took it away from um, the keeper. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It was unbelievable, mate. It was, like I remember, always remember, it was the longest time left in the game mm. in my whole footballing. It was just dragged. Really? And I was thinking, ref, please blow this whistle. I remember him turning around and going, "How long, ref?" He went five minutes. It felt like forty minutes. Wow. It felt so long. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they hit the bar as well, didn't they? In the end, yeah. Was it a free did. kick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did. remember my heart just dropped. I was thinking, no. And then, yeah, when that final whistle went, it was the longest time ever. Yeah. And when that went, I was like, oh, my God. What an amazing feeling. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, obviously, then then the next... Um, Martin speaks about it quite quite openly that um, after you finished the game, you, you had the meeting in, in the week that um, he, he kind of went out the room um, and... and Wrote on the ball. Did did you wanna did you wanna go and win the league and or or you leave it here and he plays all the youngsters. Um, what obviously the, you were you were always going to pick you you were going to go and win the league. Um, did, was that was that the only option for you to that that no you want the league title now? Well no that was after the Torquay game we had the Wimbledon game didn't we? We we had Cheltenham in in the middle of it. Oh Cheltenham yeah yeah we had Cheltenham. Yeah, we had Cheltenham. We 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 mucked it up, and then and then we obviously won won the game at, at Wimbledon, didn't we? Yeah, we drew the game at Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, was it was it a case of you were always going to go and win the league, and and it was never yeah, any other option? <laughs> no, yeah, that was that was that was it really. It's like we put our we're promoted now. That's it. We just go and win it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was yeah. It was that. It was that, mate. It was literally. Listen, when you when you get promoted and you're still top, yeah, you've got to go and win it. Yeah, and that was our mentality as players. Right, like, boys, come on, just go and win it. Don't, don't just sit here now and just think, oh, we've been promoted. Yeah, well, because a lot of people, a lot, yeah. listen, a lot, a lot of people 
have just gone through playoffs. Look at well, look at Gillingham. It's like forty nine years, wasn't it? 50 years. They ain't won a league. No. So why would you not want to go and win a league? Do you know what I mean? No. Because like you're going to be in their history books that you're the team in fifty years that yeah. won a league. I mean, and, and to be honest, I've only won ever won two leagues in my life. Yeah. Like I've won two promotion through playoffs and two winning the leagues, and there's a much better feeling winning the league than there is playoffs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't. You can't not that. How many places you got all for? Oh yeah, I won them all through playoffs. Yeah. Or automatic promotion. Have you won the league? No, I've never won the league. So you want that on your CV? Of course you do, yeah. And especially with club. Yeah. Not for Gillingham, do you know what I mean? In the supporters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because some people now, you, you don't know, but we might not see that again. No. no. Do you know what I mean? You no. just never know. So no. why would you not go and win it? No, yeah. I mean, and then... Yeah, of course. Um, it was. It was. It was always going to be that we were we were going to muck up at Cheltenham, and it was going to come down to to Wimbledon okay. at home. We done on purpose. Uh, yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, it and and it was going to come down to your old team as well. Um, yeah, we're going to try and come and spoil the party. Um, but obviously, they were fighting for their lives as well. Yeah, at, at the time. Um, yeah, the build-up to the day, knowing that if if we only needed a positive result to for us to win the league, what was what was the build-up build-up in the week, build-up build, build on the day, and the day as a whole, sum it all up as best as you can. He, he done exactly <laughs> the same, didn't he? He done exactly the same as we did at Torquay. He didn't prepare nothing, just fun day, wow. fun week. Again, and listen, he was very superstitious, Martin. Yeah. Very superstitious. So, why would you? No. Why would you change anything to what you did? Not the uh, Cheltenham game, but the Torquay game. Yeah. At home, know what it means, knows what it means to the fans, means to the club, means to all of us. So, it was like, literally, just relaxed week. And, uh, do you know what? I, I really do think it was the right way. Yeah. To not putting that pressure on us and going t- into too much detail. Listen, he told us what formation they're going to play and what yeah, players cool. are playing. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it weren't it weren't too much into detail. We weren't watching videos and stuff like we did no. all through the year. Do you know what I mean? We still sit there for forty five minutes watching the opposition. Wow! During the week on a Thursday, so like we never done any of that. We never went on the training pitch saying we got to do this and stop this player and run through formations. Do you know what I mean? It was nothing like that. It was literally just fun week again. And then that the the, the day comes. Um, obviously, you're in the team. Um, we make a flying start. Um, yeah. We 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 go two and up. Um, obviously, you're one of the goal scorers again. Yeah. <laughs> um, just fitting that you're always going to score during a title winning game, and it was going to be your against your old side, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was a bit. It was a bit. Um, because I was literally thinking through before the game. If we can just run and needed a point, draw yeah. this game, and it gives them a lifeline to go and beat Fleetwood away, like for myself, yeah, it's nothing. You can't write that, no. Because um, obviously, do you know what I mean how close the club is to me, yeah. Um, yeah, listen, when we went two 0 I was thinking, oh god, <laughs> maybe I've relegated them now. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't stay two 0 <laughs> This could be four or five here. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, don't, don't stay two 0 Good God, I'll get I'll get hung. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, listen, it was uh, it, 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 
worked out well for, in the end because they actually went and beat Fleetwood the following week to uh, stay up. So yeah. Yeah, at that point, given that bit of a lifeline, didn't it? So I always remember Gary Alexander in the post right at the end. I was thinking, oh no. Given so much of a lifeline, you nearly threw it away. I know, mate. My heart fell, mate. (laughs) Oh, God. But yeah, listen, it was uh, what a day that was. Yeah, unbelievable. I think I was in tears. I was crying. Yeah, I think I was, mate, in the changing room. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. No. No, I mean, the scenes at the end, right at the rain end as well. And and obviously, you, 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 you then. You then go in, once you've had your celebrations, you come back out, you see the lead to the title, trophy standing there, um, and and you end up lifting it in front of in front of all the Jules fans. Um, yeah. It was obviously only fitting, it was a full crowd that day. Um, the first team to do it in 50 years in the Gillingham side with with all the boys and, and Martin as well. Um, it, that must have been an amazing feeling when you, when you lifted that lead to the title. Oh, God. It was um, unbelievable. Like, like I say, like we said earlier, why not? Why would you not go and win the league? Do yeah. you know what I mean? For the, just for that that experience and that yeah. that buzz in front of your own crowd, the team you supported all your life. Like, what you can't? You that's dreams, isn't it? Of course, yeah. It's dreams, mate. And yeah. now I look at it and I just think, how much I really miss the club now. Do you know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, crazy. Any, any uh, before we before before we move on before we move on to the following year. Any funny stories that you can say um, on here <laughs> before we move on from that from that <laughs> that that team? What do you want to know? Um, go on. Anything that anything that's not been revealed that is allowed to be told. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, mate. I can't remember. There's so many funny things. Um. Trying to think, mate. Trying to think. I know Martin called me a donkey once when he heard a donkey in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was at Agrington, actually. So maybe that's why he dropped me. Maybe did. Maybe he was trying to make me go mad at him or something. <laughs> to make that excuse. <laughs> Do you know what that probably is? <laughs> Thinking about it. We was we was um we trained in the morning, Saturday morning, not like train, we just walked through shape. And some field, and this donkey in the background started like honking. And then he went, Kids, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Mate, honestly, the players didn't laugh. They just looked at me to say, Oh no. Oh God. Oh no, he's going to lose his head. <laughs> but literally, I kept my call. I really? Kept it. But yeah, I remember, always remember, I always tell him when I speak to him, Remember that time you called me a donkey? <laughs> <laughs> he went, Kids, I honestly can't, I couldn't believe I said it. He said, I don't even know why he even said your name because all it was, I was talking and I see you was in front of me. He went, that is the only reason. I went, that's yeah, excuse. Right, you think that's an that's excuse? excuse, mate. <laughs> I've never seen him squirm so much either after that. <laughs> he was the nicest geezer to me ever. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. He still dropped me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the following year, let's go on to the following year. Um you obviously you only you played you played thirty games that year, but Martin was unfortunately sacked in the October. Yeah. Um, now you speak about Martin that he's probably <laughs> not not the not in terms of he was he was a strange bloke, but one of the best managers that we've have ever had. Um, yeah. In that October time when it did come round to him, unfortunately losing the job. 
Um, did do you think he deserved it, or was it coming, or did, was was the boys gutted, or how did you feel yeah, about it? Yeah, there was a bit. I think there was a bit of mixed emotions, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just think it just didn't work. Do you know what I mean, I really? think he tried to do the same philosophy that he did with us winning the league. Yeah. And it just didn't work in the league higher. Do you know what I mean? I just don't. I, yeah, I don't know. He just lost his way a bit. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I obviously don't know. No. Why? No. Um, just didn't feel the same. No, nah, just didn't. Feel Do you the same think we now. recruited right that summer? No. No. No, I don't. Think, I don't. We didn't have that that togetherness no. as much because. Listen, if we'd have took that whole team through, yeah. it'd have been a different story, I think. Really? Yeah. Listen, there was a lot of still players still there. Yeah. But, like, when we got players in and loanies and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? It just weren't, it just didn't feel the same. Yeah. To what we had the year before. Yeah. So, so being in a change room, mate, is massively important. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what wins your titles, mate, that change room. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Martin, unfortunately, lost his job in the October. It was, like you say, it was a, it was a mixed reaction. It was also a mixed reaction um, in the fans as well. Some some obviously didn't want him to go to, from, for what he did. Um, some yeah. understood. Um, I was a little bit of both. Um, it, it, was, it was a case of... Yeah, maybe a little bit longer, but if we leave it any longer, it might go an unfortunate way. Um, Peter then obviously Peter Taylor obviously then come in. Um, you spoke earlier that um, it was quite a negative. Um, he was quite negative towards you. Um, did did was it was it an appointment and 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 Peter was never the man to kind of get the best out of you. Um, to be fair, when he first came in, I was scoring for fun. Yeah. I think I got like five in six games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like it didn't no matter what I did, it won't right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there was a penalty I took, and I think it was against Plymouth, and I striked it, and the keeper like I smashed it yeah. bottom corner, and the keeper saved it, come back at me, and I tapped it in, and yeah. he pulled me in on the Monday, and he was telling me how to take a penalty. <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious?" I said, "How many penalties have I missed for this club?" I said, "Probably one or two in three years yeah maybe not even probably yeah two probably yeah probably I can't remember two yeah probably two yeah I said in three years and I probably took about 15, 16 well it's a good ratio <laughs> I went to what why are you telling like just from then like do you know what I mean he was just being negative towards I don't know if it was I still can't get me around why do you know what I mean the reasons behind it really it was just felt like I weren't wanted there by anyone. By anyone, really? By anyone, yeah. It's just weird. Wow. It's like proper weird. I don't know if they were thinking, right, we need to get freshen it up, get new players in and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. It just felt like I weren't wanted, do you know what I mean? And I went down the other way and I just thought, do you know what? This is terrible. Was it Was it a real shame for you kids that it, yeah, it gutted, ended that mate. way? Like proper, proper gutted. Yeah. It was like, and I think like I weren't playing and stuff like that. Like I was in and out. Yeah. Um, and I always remember. I, went, I can't remember what it was. I think I can't remember when it was, James. Um, I can't remember what game it was. It might have been Port Vale away. Yeah. 
I can't remember. Anyway, we was losing, and and um, someone texted me a video. Um, because obviously he didn't even make me travel. Singing, we want our Kedwell back. Wow. Can you remember that? I can remember that. I can we want remember our Kedwell back. Yeah. I can't remember. Someone sent me the message, the video yeah. of it. I can remember that. And, and Peter Taylor pulled me on the Monday, and he was like, "Why are you getting the fans to sing we want our Kedwell back?" I do remember I that. Like, that was in the rain amend. I was like... It was in the rain, I remember that, yeah. Oh, was it, was it Gillingham game? It was a Gillingham game. Oh, yeah, I was one of the oh, ones that were singing what? it. I know why. I was <laughs> ill. I was ill. That's why I won at the game. Yeah. That's what it was. And I ain't played a couple of weeks before that anyway. Yeah. And yeah, and someone sent me, and then on the Monday, he put me in, he's like, why are you getting the fans to sing that? I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Because I ain't got no one to sing that. No. So it just, do you know what I mean? Things like that. I was like, this geezer does not want me here one bit. No. But no one was there protecting me, do you know what I mean? Really? Saying no or, do you know what I mean? And it was just weird, weird scenario. Like I was, do you know in your own head you're thinking, what have I actually done here? Like, I ain't done nothing wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm top goal scorer. He's not playing me. Something's not right here. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? And I, I was that sort of person where I just let things go, do you know what I mean? I was never a bad egg. I was just went training, had a laugh, come home. Do you know what I mean? I was that, I'm that sort of person. Yeah. I would never ever like, I was never a bad egg or anything like that, like some people are. So if I was a bad egg, I would have gone, do you know what, that's probably why. Mm. So I'm being a bad egg because I'm not playing or whatever. But yeah. I wasn't that sort of person. I'd ask the question, why am I not playing? Mm. Like any player, but yeah, it just it didn't seem right. And I think it was because of him, he wanted me out because I don't know because who I was. And I like like got on with everyone. It ran the whole club. Do you know what I mean? Not like the whole club. Ran yeah. the whole stadium. Yeah. Like people behind the staff, and I used to go up and have cups of tea with them. And do you think it was that sense of? Do you think it was that sense of power? And he maybe did, yeah, I think he maybe didn't have that sort of relationships that you did. No, exactly. Like I used to go out and see Gwen. Yeah. Like once a week, I used to go and see her and have a cup of tea with her. Do you know what I mean? It was like that. Yeah. That's the sort of person I was. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I mean, between the between the years of uh, of 2013 and uh, and 2015, when eventually you unfortunately did leave the Jills, um, you only ended up playing around about 48 games in that time. Yeah. Um, was it? Do you still look back at that, uh, between that two year period and uh, and I can I can hear it in your voice. You're still quite visibly gutted and upset about how it ended. Yeah. Do you know what? I actually thought to myself, I'm going to go and play somewhere. Yeah. So I was going to go to Portsmouth. Yeah. I was going to sign at Portsmouth and I remember driving down on the way down there to sign. And that's when Ebsleet rung me. I was thinking, oh God, I'm, I'm just local. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's local. It was... And the dream that they fed me, do you know what I mean? What yeah. they're trying to do and get back in the football league reminded me back of being at Wimbledon. Just that talk with Terry Brown. Like, oh my God, what a feeling that was. This club wants to go that way. How, how comes... You say about dri- you're driving down to Portsmouth. Bearing in mind, they're a, they're a, a, they are a big club. They're, obviously, yeah. they're an ex-Premier League club. Um, what was it that what was it that you decided to, to spin the car back round and, and, and come back home? Um, just like I said, like the, the, the talk that Peter Arnie spoke to me about of what they're trying to do and and obviously like a business opportunity yeah to like because I was like 32 
31, 32, I can't remember, 31. And I remember ringing my mission. I was like, look, I've been offered this, but he's offered me like the academy and stuff like that. Like, this is something I, I'm going to need after I retire. Yeah. That's what pushed me that way. Okay. It was literally that. He was like, well, I'll go to Portsmouth, sign a two-year deal, two-and-a-half-year deal. I've got nothing. I'll go to the Ipswich, sign a two-and-a-half-year deal. Yeah. And I've got the academy. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, you spent... Changed me to 35. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you spent... F- so you it was f- a no-brainer. I just thought, thought of the future more than the time. Yeah, of No course. matter how big of a club they are and... Yeah. Listen, it's like, what's going on at Ipswich? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a bit no of a bummer. I wish, I wish I bloody did, did go to Portsmouth now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> really? No, 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 not in that way. Like, what's happened now? Of course, like, obviously, yeah. everyone getting released last year. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? We'll, we'll come on to that. On. We'll come on to that. Um, you spent you spent four years at four years at Ebbsfleet. Um, I mean, playing a total of, of 160 games. Um how do you look back on uh, 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 and and in 2017 achi- uh, achieving another promotion in, you, in your career? Yeah. Um, how do you look back at your time at Ebbsfleet? Oh, it was listen. The first three years were unbelievable, really good. Like we had that Jamie Day. Yeah. Um, obviously, didn't go too well for him. My half a year I was there. Yeah. And then Daryl McMahon come in. Yeah. Um, and it was it was brilliant. I can't say it, it was ledge. Can't fault it. Like just, just that enjoyment again. Back playing, got that back in my belly, wanting to win. Like you say about about, was was it a case of you looked at it in terms of this this might well be another Wimbledon here? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what they. What when I went and spoke to obviously when Peter Varney spoke to me, what what he was talking about was what I was thinking. That's why I come here. Yeah. So I mean, I had that that feeling back in. So I was like, "Yeah, this is this go." Do you know what I mean? And obviously, he put me captain that year as well, um, which is even better. I can get promotion as captain. It's weird because I said it twice. It's mental. I went, I'm Wimbledon. My first, my second year there, I said to Terry Brown, "Give me the armband, and I'll get us promoted." And I said it to Daryl McMahon, "He give me the armband, we got promoted." <laughs> weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and obviously I'm captain at Haven <laughs> well <laughs> um, I mean yeah that last year at Ebsfleet, um you, you speak about it in a way that um, it doesn't sound great um, without obviously going into too much detail so we we don't and you don't get yourself in trouble um, what what happened and why did it go wrong um, I still don't know literally can't, I ain't got no answers for it really Literally, getting paid late. Listen, he always paid us. Yeah. You can't say that he didn't, but when you've got mortgages and cars and living life and yeah. you're 13, 14 days late, you can't live like that. No. And unfortunately, it was like the worst time of it coming is when we were in the playoffs. Yeah. We beat all the shot and we still ain't been paid. Yeah. And we're going to Tranmere, still not paid. Yeah. So I don't know what would have happened if it was normal. Maybe we've been been in the football league. <laughs> yeah, well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're obviously you're obviously down at Haven't now. Um, yeah. You're you're doing very well. You're second in the league. Um, potentially, if COVID nineteen um, 
eventually goes away. Um, you might have a chance of another promotion on your hands as captain again. Um, how's it down at Haven't? No, it's good. I must say, it is, um, it is, it's a good club. Um, for a non-league club, I mean, yeah. for a Conference South Club, a very good club. Um, very professional. Um, it's, it's, um, it's a bit of a trick, yeah. to be honest. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. It's a shame. It's a shame. Because obviously I've missed three games before that because I was suspended. So Yeah. And then they played three games and so I've had a lot longer out. Yeah, I mean... But it just goes to show, mate, this this thing is... You don't take things for granted, like, in life, how much you miss football when you're playing the game. There's a, listen, it's in general, and anyone, anyone's work or anything, you wake up and you go, oh, I can't be bothered today. No. To go training and all that. But now you just think, that's why you do it. Yeah. Because you miss it so much. Yeah, my next question was going to be, that obviously, this current situation with, with COVID-19 is that... Um, Obviously, all football at the moment is suspended indefinitely until it's it's obviously right to bring it back. Um, how's it feel? How does it feel for for obviously a footballer ready and waiting um, to, to, to when obviously you get given a go ahead? Do you feel that? Do you feel that the season should be cancelled, or do you feel that that they that they shouldn't even be worrying about next season and that this season has to finish? I just think it's got I just got to finish it really because I think it'll take effect from the Premier League all the way down to us um, especially for my promotions and relegations um, they just got to just see how it goes yeah. do you know what I mean it's like anything in it something goes wrong in the world it could get sorted within weeks or it could be months yeah. and we're looking at the worst and you've always got to look at the worst yeah do you know what I mean we could like people saying we could be stuck in here till end of June yeah. July do you know what I mean you always got to think the worst so you never know so I, I think they're doing the right thing by holding out a little bit yeah um, see how it goes and if it does obviously get in June July I think you've just got to scrap it and start again really I think so yeah yeah if it gets that far then there's no point going any further with it and nah. still waiting exactly exactly or the other way they're going to go is it all calms down a bit. You have these new test things coming. If you've been, like, obviously all, all footballers, yeah, all the football team, if you've had it or you've not been infected or whatever, and end up finishing the league behind closed doors. That's the other option, isn't it? They're yeah. saying so. Yeah, to finish the league off, it's got to finish off somehow. Yeah, I know it's going to be pain, but obviously, look, people are out of contracts and yeah, at end of April, like we've got five or six of our players out at the end of April. Wow. So, would you do extend them? Ha, 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 has yeah has the has the has the league said anything to, to, to these players about about the the contracts because obviously like you say with five or six players in 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 your in your promotion push that could that can really affect you if they decide to not not obviously extend allow you to extend the contracts and then they bring back the season you're missing five or six players aren't you where is that um which would you do play with new players? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. back for eight games, you get promoted. Oh, they got a promotion. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's it's a, it's a difficult time. Yeah, really difficult time. Like it's going to be very major yeah. to what decision they make. Like financially, yeah, clubs as well. It's it's going to be it's going to be mental. Let's it's let... be mental because I'm I'm out of contract at the end of, end of it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. what what do I do? Yeah, that's 
very bad time in a minute. Plan, plans to still carry on, kids? Um, yeah, still playing, yeah, firing, but, yeah? yeah, I'm still playing, mate. Yeah. Coming down to Gillingham the other week against Wimbledon, I think I might come back there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what's, 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 the, what's the plan once you finish then? Are you, are you looking Are you looking to go into coaching? Yeah, I want to manage, mate, yeah. You want to manage, yeah? Yeah, I want to manage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On your badges? Got my badges, mate. Yeah? Yeah. See so, yourself yeah. back potentially as Gillingham manager one day? I've always told the chairman, when you're ready, I'm ready. Really? Yeah. Is that is that is that the dream job? That is my dream job, yeah. Yeah. They're all Wimbledon, to be honest. Really? Two clubs that I've loved the most, yeah. What's what, what's the plan then? Are you gonna are you are, are you gonna go through through the non-league route and like coaching wise and managing wise and and obviously work your way through, or is it gonna be a case that you're you, you're gonna try your arm at assistant manager? And coaching jobs somewhere, or just take your opportunity. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I want to. Obviously, I want that experience. I don't want to go straight into management. No. But it, my my aim is, I want to go into a league club as a coach or assistant or something like that. Them sort of guidelines. Yeah. And then get get the ropes of it and get the understanding of it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because obviously, between a player and a manager, you, you're not in their office. You don't know what's going on day to day and no. what's what you got to do and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd like to go in behind someone first. What? What? Get a what, couple of years and then. What type of manager do you think you're going to be, Mister Motivator, Mister Tactical? What do you think? Um, I think I'll be motivator. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I've always been that sort of player, and I so yeah, work hard. True. Not as weird as Martin Allen. No, no, no. We 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 laugh we laugh about Martin and things like that, but is. If there is one, th- obviously you, you you speak about management, management, and you are going to go into management. What what would you take from him that you might potentially take uh, I- into your future? The belief of how good you actually are, yeah, as a player. Like he was so good at that, yeah. Like he, he always made you feel good. I'll give him that. Like he was, he was unbelievable. Like that. like if he liked you, you're laughing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If it didn't like you, <laughs> you didn't like you. Yeah, he'd tell you. <laughs> so listen, and and I, something I would like, I definitely will take in is his honesty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I played with managers, and you do learn this. Like over the years, you you play for managers, and they're not truth. They don't tell the truth. It's all lies. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've been playing for managers that drop you from the team, but don't tell you why. Do you think that's important that, that they have to they have to be honest on why they're oh, doing things? Got, yeah, you've just got to be so honest with the players because that's how you get the best out of them yeah. and you get the togetherness and that's what Martin Allen was like. So I'm definitely, I would definitely take that out of it, yeah. 100%. Um, like your man management's got to be spot on. Like as soon as you start messing around players and stuff like that, it can sneak into a changing room, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Getting in other people's ears and stuff like that. So you've got, just got to be honest with the, the, the group you have. Yeah. I think that's the most major thing just be honest with your players and let them know where you stand um, we'll finish off then um, in terms of we'll we'll, uh, we'll look on on how the deals are doing now of course I know you you, you play your trade at haven't um, but what have you made of of the season so far and, and, and Steve Evans and 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 how and how the deals are doing because obviously you're still a fan so yeah I've been done four or five games yeah okay so I've been to a few this year yeah um, different different 
style of football that I thought it would be, to be honest. Um, I think it's a bit long ball for me <laughs> compared to what what it was when I tried to play there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at least we tried to play a bit. Um, but yeah, it's a very very bit direct for me. Okay. Um, which I thought was a bit unusual for that, that sort of level. But they, listen, it's working, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? They've, they've the last weeks. This is the thing. You got to play with the players you got. Yeah. And when you got Jolly Kindy and that up front. And do you know what I mean? You have got to use your strengths. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the reason why. Yeah. Any any so, like like you say any you've you've been down to four or five times now to, to a game. Um, yeah. Any standout players that you think oh he, like he, he he'll go and make Brandon, it or Brandon and he's decent. Yeah, you like Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, he's decent, mate. Do you know what? If he had um, someone next to him that could actually talk to him and teach him where to be, yeah, he, he'd be frightening, mate. Do you think that is, he, he could get more goals than what he's got? Do Do you think that is the fact with Brandon? It's not so much that because obviously people have questioned he's he's finishing, um, and at times he probably has should have finished finished the chances that he should have. Um, but do you think it is the case that if he'd had someone experienced next to him to 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 look for him to learn off, he he might have been yeah hundred percent yeah yeah one million percent. I, I said this to my boy when he was watching. Said if he if he had someone next to him that talks to him constantly where to be and stuff because he's he's all over the place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like that's why me and Dion had such a good partnership. Me and Matt Godden, me and John Mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I used to talk to him, tell him where to be, where to run, where I'm going to head it, really, where I'm going to flick it. The Wimbledon game, I watched John. He was like heading it or flicking it, but no one was there because they didn't know where to be. Where yeah. he was flicking it. That's what I looked at it from my game, yep. from what me watching the game. But listen, mate, it's, they were like it was on a run, weren't they? So yeah, apart from that game, obviously, Wimbledon game, but they um. I was getting good results, getting up, getting up the table. So something's working. Yeah, it is. he's doing a good job, isn't he? <laughs> he's doing all right. He's doing, he's doing all, all right. right. Yeah. Uh, obviously, a, a lot of people have different different opinions of him. Um, in being in there, being a Jules fan, um, what have you what have you made of made of the job that Steve Evans has done so far? Yeah, he's done. He's done well. He's done. He's done all right. Hasn't he? He's um, he's obviously the chairman's giving money to recruit. Yeah. He's got players in, and and it, I think more or less it's a new team in it. More or less, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So it's going to take time. It took time at the beginning of the season, um, and it's it, it's paying off. It was. So I mean, I, think, I I actually think they could have got to the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think they'd have sneaked in because he's like Steve does it all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean, you can't look at you can't look. You look at his stats and where he's been and promotions and playoffs. He's always in and around it all the time. <laughs> so you can't knock the geezer. No. Perfect, Dan. That's all, um, Dan. No worries, mate. Keds has been brilliant today. Um, as you've heard it, you, you well, we might see Mister Mister Danny Kedwell as Gillingham Gaffer um, later on down the line. You never know, do you? Um, no, I'm sure. So, so. I'm sure. I'm sure the Jules fans. I hope listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he isn't because some of the things we say on here, I hope he, he, I hope he doesn't. Um, um, but no, Kedge, you've been brilliant. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure the Jules fans will wish you all the best at Haven. Yeah, um, thank you very much. Trying to get promoted. 
Um, thank you for listening. Um, the podcasts have been have been excellent so far. The X players keep coming thick and fast. Um, Keds Keds has been brilliant this afternoon. Um, thank you for listening. Keep, um, and uh, yeah, keep supporting. Keep supporting the channel.